0: Hey, what's up, my sober
1: coffee-loving brother? Hey, first good. of all, just for full transparency, we're—I mean, I know everybody thinks for sitting there with the bean grinder in the coffee shop, but we're actually <laughs> in a studio. Thank you very much, Audio Hive and Brian. Yeah, Brian, Brian great Brian, job, man, a brother. Yeah. You know, we've been here two and a
2: half years with that brother. Yeah, right. Uh, right. Amazing. You know, and, that and brother's never, been there two and a half years for us. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. You know what? Never has never dropped the ball. No. no. Audio Hive yeah, Audio In Chicago Land. Yeah. Good stuff. I don't know if he does it virtually. I don't know. but yeah. he, If you want to find out more, uh, he's on our About Us page. But a little behind the counter. Um, so every time we start a new episode, Mikey starts this timer, right? Yeah, right. And and, and now he sets the timer up on a stand, right? Big white screen, orange circle, and the numbers, right?
2: And, it's a teleprompter.
1: And we don't follow that timer. No, we don't. At at every all. time it goes. But it- yeah, you're so diligent about setting it. Discipline—it's one of the and spiritual principles. And it gets down to about twenty seconds, and he stops it, so it doesn't ding, ding, ding
2: like it usually does, right? Yeah,
1: right. And then we talk for ten, more like another minutes ten more minutes. Or 12, right? It's like it doesn't matter. So oh, I don't know, oh, man.
2: It's more—it's what does Jack Sparrow say? I love you, brother. It's more he like a, a guide. He says it's more like a guideline, not a rule, right?
1: Yeah, but it is not even a guideline. So why have it? But it works for you, <laughs> man. I don't. I don't
2: follow it. <clears throat> You're not a rule follower. No, I'm not i'm not but how you feeling man doing all right how you doing good 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 good. i can't wait for our topic today i like it i like it a lot because uh it it was probably so how do we get our topics yeah so uh you know we will either have uh right we either have guests that, that we know are coming on and those are know we do a little bit of background on them a little bit of research kind of get an idea of what they might talk about and then then the train just goes off the rail and they talk about whatever they want to talk about and we try and catch up with them and the episodes that it's just you and I Usually Friday afternoon, one of us dings the other one and says, "Hey, what are we talking about tomorrow?" Sometimes we do it on Wednesday, but no, but yeah, yesterday yesterday yes. it was Friday. I set my timer for Wednesdays, but it doesn't go off well, until Friday. We don't right. care about your timers. Yeah. But
1: but you know, here's the thing. I, I remember us starting out. Oh my goodness! Right at that dinner, we're yeah. like, "Hey, this is during COVID." We're like, "Hey, maybe a way to you know get a story right, and, and right. connect with others and help one person is through a podcast." And I can remember saying. What are we going to talk about, right? And and we were so pumped and so proud because, like, well, let's do a step a week, and that's twelve that, that's weeks, 12, right? That's twelve and then, episodes, and right? Now what? And and now we have, I don't know, one hundred and sixty or so. Right. Uh, but you know what? And when you send that text out, it normally takes, I don't know, forty-five seconds right. because we live sobriety. We live sobriety, and, and that's and what today's stuff that topic comes is about. Out every single. That's right. Every single week, man, there's yeah. another thing that comes out. that Because right. we both, you know, we're closely connected. We go to meetings, work with people. By the way, I haven't been to a meeting in a week. I'm going tomorrow morning. I'll um, see you there. 7 a.m.? Yeah, 7 a.m. I'm there. bringing a bunch of guys. So, yeah, yeah can't wait. You're renting a bus? You know what? You're just picking up people from bridges? Uh, pretty much. Okay. Pretty. In fact, a sponsee, or not, I wouldn't even call him a sponsee, but a guy I worked with like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just ping me this week. Mm. Said, "Hey, I'm really struggling. I think uh, AA is the solution. Can we connect?" And, like, he, and he found you still in the room. Absolutely, I answered my phone. Yeah, I, said, right. I can't wait to talk. He's, I can't believe you picked up my call. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, dude, <laughs> I've been waiting for it. Yeah, you know? right, right. I mean, you know, I get jealous of the people that go out there and succeed drinking. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've only found one out of a thousand, but you know, AA, AA is for me. In my head and I know other people find other ways, whatever. I get it. And I support you and I love you. For me, AA works. Right. Right. So, you know, I love well, it. Because you work AA. Because I work AA, but then there's so AA is like the entrance. hmm Right? Mm-hmm. And there's twelve steps of the entrance and, and stuff like we're gonna talk about today and stuff we talk these topics, they're all subsets of of the rooms, right? Mm-hmm. They're all subsets of AA, the twelve steps or subsets of you know, you know anti-character defects. You know how do you combat character defects? And 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 I'm telling you, there's there's value in staying in the rooms. There's value in staying on the path.
2: Yeah, and I think the thing is, is that, I love is that with mo- you, most yeah. people, I think, in the out, and I love walking with you too. I think most people on the outside uh, see AA as that group that focuses on not drinking, right? And what I have found is that it's exactly the it's that but the opposite of that meaning that less attention is put look it's simple just don't drink but now what right so the rest of the time my rest of my energy and effort is in personal growth and and enjoyment and fulfillment and uh, my my well-being everything about it it's not about the not drink thing i mean that's well, really, that's like, that's like the ticket to the it's stadium. It's the ticket to the stadium. I mean, right. And then once you get in the stadium,
1: it's holy fook, man. This is a whole right. new way of living that is so much more rewarding than anything
2: else, anything else in this world can deliver. And I break it down. It's For me, it's not just take the first, I can't take the first drink. I break it down into the sip. I can't even consider a sip, even right. a sip, right. because that's that's the gateway to death for me. I know that. I know, and I just shared, you know,
1: on, on, on a re- recent episode, I was at the doctor's, and then you know, I got some real, real sleep problems recently, and I'm, we were talking about it. And he knows I'm an alcoholic, and and he's like, hey man, I got this, I got this, I got this, you know, he and and he goes, he goes, but Glenn, and, and then he actually used the V word. Which what, one? No, what? the the V word. You know what the V word is? Give it to me. Valium. Oh, he said I looked at him I'm like, Are you out of your mind? Yeah, right. He goes, No. He goes, Hey, I know you're an alcoholic. He says, Hey, I'm telling you these are risky risky drugs. If you take these, you're walking towards a relapse. Yeah. And and I looked at him, I'm like I'm like, dude, I'd rather stay awake the rest of my life than than risk or take a step. Everything I do every day, man, I'm I'm trying to walk away from a relapse, Mm -hmm. not do stuff towards. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I say, hey, I'll just find a different guided meditation channel at 2 a.m.,
2: right. right? And just,
1: mm-hmm. you know, but, but hey, man, it's the stuff we do every day, and it's stuff like what we're going to talk about today, right. which I have no idea what we're going to talk about.
2: Honesty. Honestly? No, honest. Yeah, honestly, we're going to talk about honesty. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, the power, awesome. The power of honesty, I think, was the topic that came up. And, you know, it's just... Uh, you know, to me, I, I, I was so far from honest with primarily myself four-plus years ago, right? I just, I needed, I didn't know what I needed, but it turns out that I needed to focus on honesty. And, and that has changed, <clears throat> that has been a big element in my life change, is my level of honesty. So...
1: All right. Um, so one of the things that you hear in early sobriety, and, and you know, again, I've I've said this many times. You know, some of these words, you know, I, you know, I try to define. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, people throw words around, and I'm not even sure if they know what they mean. And like words like happiness, I'm not even sure if I understand that. But mm-hmm. but honestly, so let's tear apart honesty. Mm-hmm. What do you think honesty
2: means? Truth. Truth bottom line truth what is the what is the real truth of a scenario and and that that's where you have to that that's the basis of honesty because the truth is the car is going 65 miles an hour so so to say honestly you're not speeding in a 45 so so truth can be objective right measured
1: Yes. Right? Yes. It is raining out. That's a fact. It's a fact. Right? So it's fact. Fact. Right. Does, does fact equal truth?
2: I think fact equals truth. I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to see w- my perception of that fact might be different than your perception. But e- either one, there's a core truth behind it. Right. So I was in a key business meeting
1: yesterday, and and somebody said, "Use the word meaningful. Mm-hmm. And and people were like, okay, well, we'll have you know meaningful progress, and I jumped in, and I'm like, wait, time out, guys. Let's define meaningful, mm-hmm. because just saying we're all agreeing to meaning, I and mean, it was a key decision, mm-hmm. and it was going to be meaningful. And I'm like, how do you define it? Right? right. No, I'm like, right. we need to a list the categories to define it, and then b put the numbers and data behind it, mm-hmm. right? And and so that's almost like, like facts, right? And, and the perception of facts, I get it. It's 70 degrees outside. Somebody can say, oh, it's cold. Some can say, oh, man, I'm too hot. Right. I, I would say, wow, it's too hot outside. Right.
2: But right? the fact is, it's 70 fact degrees The fact is, it's out. 70
1: degrees, right? right. So, so there's, there's some interpretation of the facts, mm-hmm. right? I guess is a good way to put it. But early in sobriety, one of the one of the famous lines that I heard, and I didn't really know what it meant. I'm not sure if I still do per se, but, but I think I do. It's like, hey, Mike, you got to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Like, are you telling yourself that you're you know six foot five and handsome? I'm convinced it's 85 out. I've tell myself it's 85. Because because of my story, I'm going to say. So what, what do people mean when they say that around the word honesty? Mike, you got to be honest with yourself. I mean, what, what, does, that, what does that mean? Give me some examples. Let, let's tear that apart first. I would just, for me, I lied to myself a lot. I lied to myself about what Tell the alcohol. Tell me a lie. Tell alcohol, me a lie. Alcohol is not really doing anything to My health is my health, and I've got other underlying issues. It's not the alcohol that is tearing my insides up right now, making me puke.
1: Okay, so you, so you got a hundred problems in your life, that's and right. what you're telling yourself, it's other things it's other, other things. than alcohol. That's right. That's right. right. And and that's just going through your head process, your mental
2: process. And that's my truth. That's, and and and, and you and you really believe. I really believe it. Okay. And it's so far from the fact. Right. But I believe it. But I believe it, and that becomes the truth. And and it. it furthermore, I understand that. I, understand that cause yeah, I did the same thing. I will. I think another area uh, is I will embellish or leave either add on or leave facts off around a core fact. I'll either add some on or take some off to make the story sound better for the listener. All right, so for me. so,
1: so can we come back to that? Yes. Because I, I I, just think, I just want to make sure that we finish that, that first question. And then, I mean, that's all my list too of kind of really unpacking that. So be honest with yourself. So, for me, in early sobriety, um, <clears throat> I was a cluster. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mental processing was an absolute cluster. I had to engage people, and my people were my therapist in my four-month program, my counselor in my four-month program, uh, my, my sponsor. Um, you know, they told me... They helped me, I should say, identify truth versus, I mean, truth and reality and facts versus Glenn's reality and perception, Mm -hmm. right? Like one was my daughter's. Glenn's truth, as I lied to myself, I'm like, okay, my daughter's are frustrated again. I'll get through this. Give me a couple days. Give me a week. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll blend back at just like the another seventeen hundred times I've done right. That was my kind of reality and truth. Right? It's it's not that bad. Reality as seen by my counselor, therapist, and sponsor, Glenn. You've burned that bridge so bad, you probably won't see your kids again. Mm-hmm. And 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 so my, I think they had the facts mm-hmm. because they talked to my daughters. Mm-hmm. And and mine was just my perception of you know, BSing my way through
2: another disastrous relapse. Right. But but isn't it safe to assume that your daughters had the facts? I mean, the, the fact yes. was they were not talking to you. The fact what right? The I fact mean, was is they assessed the
1: situation right. from their perspective, from their truth, as being hopeless and. And they drew a line and they right. closed the door. Right. Right. Mine was another, you know, bullshit. Just trying to spin the dial, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, in early sobriety, you know, it's as we've said a lot. It's hard to fix the, you know, fix the problem of the same brain that created it. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to face the truth or find out the truth with the same brain that's telling you lies, mm-hmm. right? I think the outside scope source, whatever it is, is is, is, is very helpful. Yeah. Um, what What I will also say, and then we can move on, is. Mm-hmm. I think honesty is one of the core foundational blocks of the AA twelve steps, and the core foundational blocks to getting sober and living a healthy, new, purposeful life. Right, I agree. I think if you're bullshitting yourself and others, nothing changes. Right. I so so I think this is probably you know we do a lot of episodes and on the weather, but you know this is a core
2: focus it really is because i believe it's like a bad batch batch of chocolate chip cookies i believe if you've got a big batch a five gallon batch of chocolate chip cookies right you got all the right yum. ingredients in yum, there yum yum got all the right ingredients yep. in there and then you throw a kernel of shit into that batch <laughs> which cookie are you going <laughs> to eat well
1: do you know do you know which uh where the shit is or not
2: you know you have no idea so which cookie are you gonna eat or is the yeah. whole batch bad? whole batch is bad. That's why I believe just that kernel of bullshit, right. that kernel of untruth, of, of dishonesty is it enough to ruin the whole batch. So I don't think you miss I don't think you on this. I don't
1: think you underline on a podcast. I'm not sure how to do that. But if if there were highlighters or fireworks or any sort of way to to focus on that statement your life, just to just to paraphrase what mm-hmm. I heard, your life for successful sobriety, your life has to be based on 100% honesty. You can't miss on this one. Otherwise, if not, you're a chocolate chip cookie with a piece of shin in it. That's right.
2: The whole batch is bad.
1: In the can of 20, mm-hmm. and you don't know which one it is.
2: And I have that. That's this amazing. Is, this is not a. Principle that had any value to me on October 12, thousand eighteen, it had no value to me. Were Honestly, you aware of it? Were you no. aware when, no. when you lied? Nope. Uh, nope. I didn't even care. Well, I was just making shit up. <clears throat> okay, so let's
1: tear this thing apart, right? Um, so we we all know that, you know, Mikey, did you drink? No, and and you got a bottle in the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's an easy lie, right? One of the things so so I I agree with you. I think a hundred percent honesty. Um, I think for me today, um, I think I think I'm doing really good. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm not perfect, but I'm doing really good. Well, I'm not perfect either.
2: I'm just saying the uh, to, really? to be a that's oh, I, right. I think to, I think we need to find another <laughs> podcast partner to attain, I was expecting professional. I'm just suggesting that's the that's the goal. The goal is, is- Right. So so I'm doing really good
1: on the whole truth, right? Mm-hmm. So what comes out of my mouth, mm-hmm. I'm doing, I mean, maybe it's 98%, right, mm-hmm. is, is factual truth mm-hmm. and honesty, right? Do I filter things out? Absolutely. If I think somebody's dress is ugly, do I tell them? No. Right. I mean, come no. on, right? Right, right, I mean, right. 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 But, and, and I have a track record of eight years saying honesty in fact, you know, I took a, a personality test for work, um, and and I won a badge of an, an award from this test, 200 questions, for integrity and honesty. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I was proud of that because mm-hmm. that's how I want to live my life, and, and that came out of those 20 200 questions, right? Um. So so here's some things that that you you mentioned a, a little bit is my whole life mm-hmm. I've been an embellisher right right and and my whole life in my mind I justify hey what I said it's on the dartboard mm-hmm. right somewhere on there and and I talk fast mm. and I think fast and a lot of times you know when when, when I talk numbers they're on the dartboard they're mm-hmm. they're not I don't pull out a calculator I mean I, I think that's one of my skills is I'm brilliant at sitting in meetings instead of working spreadsheets i come out with a number it's not perfect but it's on the dartboard mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um and 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 my whole life i've been known to be an embellisher mm-hmm. right um i call it rounding skills mm-hmm. right round up round down mm-hmm. whatever right mm-hmm. um so that is an area that i'm still aware of mm-hmm. and i'm still working on have,
2: have you ever done that Oh absolutely. I, I think I still do too. I think I that think you're you're more of a real you know, you don't embellish things. I like to try and keep things black and white, but where I embellish is by by omission, right? So, you know, I'm going to I'm just not going to tell the whole the whole story. I I have a whole lot more facts in my head, but I'm just not going to because that's going to that's going to I'm manipulative. I will still be manipulative okay, so, so with the truth. Let,
1: let me push on you that. Yes. So those, the facts in your head mm-hmm. that you don't share, does it change the story that comes out of your mouth?
2: I have an answer for that, but let me tell you the more important thing. If I, if if I, yes, it could. If I I'm act, not, I'm not saying could. Does it? Yes. Okay. Let's be honest. And, so does mine. And here's what why it matters to sobriety. This is the whole reason I think it's so important. Is because if I start acting like the embellisher that was, I will be a drinker like the embellisher was. Eventually, I'm going to move back. I'm going to move back okay, down that, that so, path.
1: Okay. So so let's let, let's take let's put that on the shelf and, and let's address that. Okay. Because that's a major price to pay. Absolutely. For a little embellishment. I,
2: Piece right. of one piece right. of shit.
1: Right. That's what we're gonna tear apart. Right. So so what I know when I look back at my lying days, because literally when I was drinking, if my mouth was moving, I was lying. Mm-hmm. I was scheming, I was manipulating, I was controlling, I was doing whatever, right? And and now in sobriety, what I found is if you live differently and you live rightly, you don't need to lie about how you're living.
2: That's right. Right? Right.
1: Now what I know about the lies, every lie I told was like an emotional weight put on my shoulder. That's what I'm saying. An yep. emotional weight put on my soul, yep. right? So, and and some I was aware of, and some I wasn't aware of, mm-hmm. right? But over time, and and one of the reasons I drank is I hated who I was. Mm-hmm. And, and because in my core, I'm not a liar. Mm-hmm. In my core, I want to live rightly. But I wasn't, and then I would drink to escape who I was becoming, mm-hmm. or who I was living as, because it was so different from who I am. Did the untruth cause you to drink, or did you drink because of the untruth? Both. Right. I can't figure that right. out. I spent there. There are ten fucking PhDs who swore they would figure that out for me,
2: and they fucking lied to me. But we they both know that out. we both know that dishonesty and, and untruths. It's terrible. It, it just you. It's terrible that weight for your you're soul. It, about. It, it, it really is. The,
1: it, to say this very nicely. Lying eats the shit out of your soul. Mm -hmm. It just does. Mm -hmm. Now, what I found is living in honesty and the truth is very freeing. Mm -hmm. There is nothing better than going into a meeting at work with 100% intentions, Mm -hmm. 100% transparency, Mm -hmm. 100% facts, and say, hey, man, if you don't like my decision... I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, here's why I did it. Mm-hmm. Here's the logic and the justification behind it. Mm-hmm. My intention is to to win. Let's figure this out, right? right? But it, instead of hiding behind everything, right, and and being afraid, oh my gosh, what if they see that? What if they see this? Mm-hmm. What if they what, what's my lie going to be for this? Mm-hmm. Right. So there is there is power in living rightly, and it's freeing being honest I used to tell so many lies it was such a jungle gym we were talking about a guy with a guy earlier it was such a jungle gym and head trash trying to the the emotional energy trying to keep all that shit straight in your head Mm -hmm. I mean that probably took up 70 percent of my brain power right right right. so now that's 70 percent I can use for something else that's very more positive Right. right so so I love that so don't forget that thing's still up on the shelf. That's We're right. coming to that. We're coming okay, to that. Okay, I want yep. that that relapse. Right. Lying to relapse is still up on the shelf. But I but I want to cover something else that that, that you mentioned. And man, you just bring so much good shit. Um, it's the whole story, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and I'm remind. So I'm still working on this today, and I and I face it daily. I tell a lot of stories every day. I give a lot of people updates on stuff. I mean, I, I'm always right. And it's it's, am I telling the right story? I had a big conversation with, with one of our investors yesterday in, in a project I'm working on. And, and, and all during that call, I, I kept saying, I'm like, I am out there telling the story, mm-hmm. and I need to make sure the story I'm telling is accurate, whole, and correct. Mm-hmm. So here's a funny story. And, and this happened three years ago, but it's still a great example so my wife and I have a deal um, that I can spend and she can spend up to 500 bucks without talking to each other, mm-hmm. right? And, um, and there was one day, she was out of town, not available, and I bought a $600 lawnmower. Mm-hmm. And, and it went to shit, right? It, I mean, that was, a, that was a tough conversation, right? Hey, we agreed right? I'm like yeah we, we agreed oh and, and then I didn't tell her I bought it right she saw it in the garage but it was a it was a red and gray Honda top I mean sure. was, oh, come on man I had you know good justification right yeah right and 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 so you know <clears throat> so I want a new pair of skis right I have 20 pair 20 year old pair of skis and and they're, they were excellent back then but Totally different technology today. I want a new pair of skis, so I said, "Hey, babe, I want a new pair of skis." She goes, "How much are they?" I said, five fifty. and she goes, "Okay." Um, and uh, and she goes, "No, no sweat. Go get them." She goes, "I know you love skiing. Yeah, I'll make a difference. I know. Like, yeah, go, go get them." So I go to the ski shop. The pair I wanted that were that were five fifty, yeah, um, weren't for me. No, no, of course not. Right. So, so I'm getting input from the dude. They're not for me. Right. And so he says, "Well, get upgrade. They're 750. Okay. The ones that are perfect for me. Now you still have authorization at 550. Last I checked. I have authorization for seven for 550. So I, I had a green light. And, and you have a not, green light for new skis. Right at right. 550. Right. Right. She right. said, you know, because I said, well, I found a pair of five. Right. So, so anyhow, now I'm at the store and they're 750. Mm-hmm. And um and I knew I had liberty, right? I mean, I felt comfortable with that. I didn't need to call her, right, and say I'm going to spend, you know, f- five bucks more. Or what I mean, that's stupid, right? So I, I knew I had the green light. So I came home, and she goes, "Hey, did you find your skis?" I'm like, "Yeah," and, and I'm like, "Yeah," but you know, hey, they they were 750. The ones for me, the ones for 550 weren't for me. The ones for 750 were for me. But she goes, "I right, no sweat," right? So I didn't say anything else. I just lived and and. Um so what what reality was so what I told her was a hundred percent fact. Right. Correct? Yes. I bought skis for seven fifty. The rest of the story I didn't tell her was my old bindings, which were perfect, didn't fit on the new skis. She had new bindings. So I had to get new two hundred fifty dollar bindings. Right. So she's going to bed that night thinking Glenn got new skis for seven fifty. But the reality was mm-hmm. is Glenn got new skis for a thousand. Mm. So I can't tell you for a month, that two hundred and fifty dollars was a weight grinding on me. I felt it, I knew right, it, right. and I'm like, it was just so obvious, right? Mm-hmm. It was the pile of shit in the middle of the nice living mm-hmm. room. And it was so obvious. And 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 finally I went back to her and I said, Babe, I gotta flush something out. I said, I was honest with you when I told you I spent seven fifty for skis. I said I really spent a thousand because I needed new bindings, and I said in my mind I could justify all that because they were separate purchases, and mm-hmm. the two fifty was less than five hundred mm-hmm. and whatever, and 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 I said I just wanted to be fully transparent with you. She looked at me. and She goes, she goes. You carried that around for a month, mm-hmm. and she goes the jungle gym of of mathematics you did to justify that two fifty mm-hmm. was under five hundred, and and I mean she's like. She's like, I could never live in your head. Yeah, right. Right? But, again, that lies, or, or not the whole, it wasn't a lie. Right. It what I just told the, her. Whole, right. Just not but, the whole truth. But look how I justified right, sure. all that in my head, you know? Uh-huh. And, and but what I will say with an underlying spotlight is that added weight to me, mm-hmm. and then I unloaded that weight by giving the whole story, Right. Now what I haven't told her is that I'd spent a thousand dollars on new boots but I haven't told her that yet but hey it's, today there's still today it's progress not perfection right uh, uh. Um,
2: well I think I think it's that weight exactly and I think it's old behavior I think that's old Glenn it's old Mike and we we are new Glenn and new Mike now and we're living another way and if you're living another way not why not just embrace honesty to its fullest I think people do that because I, th-
1: I think that's a byproduct of not living rightly. Right, when you right. don't live rightly, you gotta lie. You gotta lie. lie. You know, right. when when you live rightly, right. it is so freeing. So yep. let's do this. Yes. Let's take that thing off the shelf. Okay. Right, where we right. said, hey, I believe, and I think, uh, you know, I, I want your input. But I, I, I believe, if you lie or don't tell the whole truth long enough, those weights add up. To a point where you need relief. That's right. And what we as alcoholics know is that I'm pounding the table, man. Sorry, no. but we as alcoholics know is that alcohol provides relief right. temporarily, That's right. right? But but so it's honesty, very important.
2: Honesty provides relief permanently. That's all I got to say. I don't even know how to respond
1: to that. That's that I is. You cued it up. That is absolute. You cued it up.
2: Honesty provides relief permanently. Because alcohol provided us relief temporarily. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Now I got to go live this way. Dang. Dang it. Dang it. I got to go live this way. So so real quick. Real quick.
1: Sober Dye Coffee espresso shot. Yes. What is one area of your life that you can tighten up right now from an honesty perspective
2: who do you need to get something straight with and what is it i need to work more in my i need to put more effort into work in in time periods where i'm not giving it all all my all right so so i might work really hard for six hours a day Mm -hmm. that less that last hour and a half or two hours i'm really coasting okay I don't think I'm being honest with my employer when I'm just coasting. Now I'm not going to go tell him I'm coasting. I'm going to change right. my behavior so that I'm honest. You don't really have to tell him. Just, just change. Just change. Right? right. But that's being honest with myself. See, because if I tell him, if I'm telling him and myself, I'm working a full eight hours. I'm really not. That's being dishonest. That's I love it. It's an area.
1: I love it. All right, brother. Hi, man. Love you. Be great, man. Hey, I honestly. Love doing this with you.
0: Good. You want a chocolate chip cookie? <laughs> no, thanks. Goodbye. <laughs> I want a diet. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.